0: So in Chapter 2 of the Bhagavad-gita, Krishna states, A person who is not disturbed by the incessant flow of desires, that enters like rivers into the ocean, which is ever being filled but is always still, can alone achieve real peace, and not the man who strives to satisfy such desires. A person who has given up all desires for sense gratification, who lives free from desires, who has given up all sense of proprietorship, and is devoid of false ego, he alone can attain real peace. So, you know, I saw a cartoon... There's a lot of echo in here. Can we adjust it? Or is it too loud or something? There's... Yeah. Um, so, I saw this cartoon once. It was, so there was a guy who had no legs. And he was in a wheelchair. Right? He was rolling around in a wheelchair. And he was... You know, they have these, like, thought bubbles um, come up. You know, like... You know in the cartoons they have thought bubbles, right? Mm -hmm. So the thought bubble was, man I wish I had... He was looking at a guy who was walking, yeah? And um, he was thinking, I wish I was... I wish I had legs that I could walk with. You know that was his his thought, his desire. He was wishing he had legs. And the guy with legs, um, he was looking at... He was walking on the sidewalk and he had a thought bubble. And his thought bubble was, w- I wish I had a bicycle. You know, so he was, he was looking at the guy, he, was, he saw the guy with the bicycle riding by. And then the guy with the bicycle, he was, he was riding on his bicycle, and he had a thought bubble. And his thought bubble was, I wish I had a car. Mm-hmm. And so the guy, because so the, he saw the guy in the car, and right? he was like, I wish I wish I was that guy, I wish I was the guy in the car. And then so the guy's rolling around in his Honda Civic or something, and, and then he sees... Uh, a guy with an SUV, and then he's thinking, I wish I had an SUV. And then the guy in the SUV is riding, riding around, and he sees a guy in, uh, I think it was a Ferrari. You know, and he's, Oh, I wish, I, I really wish I had this Ferrari. And then the guy with the Ferrari, he saw um, a private plane, <laughs> you know, flying by, and then he he was thinking, Man, I wish I had a private plane And then the guy in the private plane sees a spaceship, you know. <laughs> anyway, good on and on. Never comes a point when the you get enough material things to satisfy. It al it always appears like the next thing you get, that's the thing that's gonna do it for me. That's you know, when when I get that, then then I then I'm gonna be satisfied, you know. But as soon as you get it, you start Dreaming of the next thing you can get you know. so um, uh, so it's this is like what in order to attain peace, you know people have this idea that if i if I get you know I have such a d- strong desire for a particular thing, like the guy the guy in the wheelchair has such a strong desire as you can imagine imagine to have legs you know, but if you look at the guy with the legs he's He's not satisfied at all, you know. And so the guy in the wheelchair is dreaming that if I get to the state, if I get, a, if I, you know, grow some legs or something, then I'll be happy and I'll be completely satisfied for the rest of my life. There, there'll be nothing else that I need. Should we wake him up or Yes. <laughs> if you rest your eyes, you're gonna end up snoring. <laughs> so. So, where was I? I lost my train I never person. saw. Huh? You get the leg. The oh, yeah. Leg so, you, in the leg. So straight, so with the leg yeah. That's right. Yeah. So, so when, when, um, you know, so he thinks like this, you know, or, or when the guy, he, he dreams about a girl that he, you know, that I, I wish I had her in my life or the girl wishes he had the guy, you know, and, and they think that they're going to be happy once they, they get it. But it's, that's just not the way it works. The world does not work like that. No matter how strong your desire is for a particular thing, for a particular material thing, once you get it, it doesn't do it for you and you just want the next one, you know the next thing. Society in general is has this um, idea that if you become famous, then you're going to be happy. You know you're going this is going to be you know this is a worthwhile goal to strive for, you know to work work you know go to your acting classes or whatever and and really strive for it and, and work day and night to try to get you know to try to become a famous actor or something. But you know all it takes is just stepping back from the desire and just looking at the people that have attained those goals already and see how satisfied and how happy they are you know. When you see I mean, what's synonymous with fame and wealth and power and so on? Is it peacefulness, contentment, joy and satisfaction it's It's alcoholism, drug abuse, depression and suicide That's right you see how many how many famous rock stars have just gone or you know, have uh, just drowned themselves in alcohol to the you know they it was a purposeful suicide. They just they just couldn't take it anymore. You know, so that this is you know so you know it takes a little bit of intelligence. Like we have these these desires, so it's it's important to to see the desires for what they are and, and step back from them a little bit. But um, so. Uh, so satisfaction, in order to be satisfied, in order for there to be peace, there needs to be satisfaction. right? Peacefulness means a satisfaction when your heart is satisfied. That's, you're not going to be able to, to, have, to become free from desires by just trying to not desire. Because desires are always going to be flooding in. Right? It's just part of this body. The desires are, are, are coming in. And it's, it's not, you're not going to be able to overcome them by just uh, trying to imagine them away. You know what I mean? Like there's this movement now um, of people who, they're trying to live in the now. You guys ever heard that before? Mm -hmm. I want to live in the now, like there's this this, this saying, there's actual like, you know, it's almost like a, you know, I don't know who, which, uh, You know, New Age guru came up with it, but um, they try to live in the now, uh, just by doing some like mental trickery. You know, not, not. It is possible to actually live in the now. To be, in other words, living in the now means uh, being satisfied with every with what you have, not desiring material achievements. And not lamenting from, for the past, right? It means being satisfied, right? That's what living in the now actually means, right? And this is an attainable state. A person can actually attain this, but not through mental trickery, not through trying to imagine living in the now. It, it's, you know, if you ever see a person who's, who's trying to, to do that, it's, it's really quite amusing, really. You know, what they do is they try to imagine that they have no future goals. And so they just, what they do is they just try to live in the present. You know, because anytime you, you do anything, you're thinking about the future, right? Like if you're, if you're walking to the fridge, you're thinking about what's in the fridge and what you're going to attain in the fridge, right? So there's there's a, a thinking about the future. So what they do is they just they just move really slowly. You know they just they just kind of like you ever see if you ever see anybody on the street just walking really slowly and trying to be, they're trying to be present they're trying to imagine themselves without any without any desires for future achievements. You know and they're trying to be satisfied in the present moment. But you can't do that. Every step you take. Even if you're doing it slowly, you're still thinking about the future. You're just thinking about the future slowly. (laughs) So this is not a a solution to, to, this is not the way to live in the now. So, the only people who can live in the now, in other words, the only people who can be experienced not this hankering for future achievements or lamenting or thinking about, dreaming about, uh, trying to find happiness in a memory or something. The only people who are actually able to do this are those who are experiencing satisfaction within. So in order for there to be satisfaction within, what needs to happen is our deepest desires need to be fulfilled. When, the deep, when our deepest desires are fulfilled, then there is peace. You see? Like there's that saying that a rich man is not one who has everything. But a rich man is one who has no desire for anything. You know, he's satisfied inside. So when we know that no matter how many material achievements um, we achieve, it won't do it for us, we'll always be wanting more, then we should end this um, external search for peacefulness. You know? This external search for peacefulness, in other words, the search for peacefulness in external achievements is futile. It's not possible. It's an impossibility. There's never been in the history of humanity one single person who has become satisfied by material achievements. It doesn't exist. It is an impossibility. So, we should tell this to our mind. You know, we should have regular talks with our mind saying, no one has ever done it before. Why do you think you're going to be able to do it? You know? So, the the, the practitioner of Bhakti Yoga, this process that we teach, is always engaged in this um, regulating or um, chastising of his mind. He doesn't let his mind take him on um, wild goose chases. He doesn't let his mind chase, chase after false goals. But real satisfaction can be found and that's when the soul is experiencing what it really needs. It the soul, in other words, you, the person in the body, needs to have a perfect loving relationship in order to be satisfied. This is the the soul by nature uh, is like a a love particle. the the soul within the body needs, craves. Has to have love in order to be happy and to be satisfied. This is why the saying "love is all you need." This is love is all you need. This is true. So when a person has this love and perfection, then finally they they are satisfied. They're no they're no longer craving after all these imaginary goals. You know, and why say imaginary mean? I mean, you imagine it's going to be some type of oasis of pleasure and satisfaction, but when you get there it, is, it ends up being empty. so when a person's heart is satisfied, fully satisfied, then he's able to be peaceful. he's able to not be um, agitated so much by these these desires that flood into into the mind. So, um, as as I read, a person who is not disturbed by the incessant flow of desires that enter like rivers into the ocean which is ever being filled but is always still can alone achieve peace, not the man who strives to satisfy such desires. So, to the Pure devotee, Uttama Adhikari, this is the highest possible goal of yoga to achieve this state. If a person, that such a person, they may have desires coming into the mind, but the desires do not affect, him. he's not pulled by the desires. The desires don't pull him, they don't affect him. Just like an ocean, an ocean. There's all kinds of rivers going into the ocean, but the the ocean doesn't get affected by the rivers. you see, so the yogi is satisfied inside, so no matter what desires come in, it doesn't affect him. You see he's satisfied he doesn't he doesn't need um anything else. We have this um, emptiness inside and this a lack of pleasure inside, so we're trying to find pleasure in material things. But the Uttama Arakari, he's experiencing um, satisfaction within. Because he's satisfied inside, he doesn't get pulled by it. You see? So, uh, this is the, the uh, effect of regularly practicing. Mantra meditation. This mantra meditation is part of a process of yoga called Bhakti yoga. Bhakti means love and devotion. Yoga means connection with God. So Bhakti yoga is cultivating this, this loving union with God. As the soul becomes satisfied inside, then um, the then there's um, this the satisfaction is the, the satisfaction of love. And the perfection of love is when it's placed onto the the, su- the supreme Lord. So this is the process of Bhakti Yoga is to cultivate this. As this gets cultivated, the heart becomes satisfied, and um, you're able to gradually, more and more, experience what's being said here in the Bhagavad Gita. It doesn't. It becomes more than simply just philosophy. It becomes an actual experience. Uh, a realization within your heart The barn Dance with us now the floor